From a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is My Worst Holiday, a podcast about your worst wedding, your worst funeral, date, bachelor party, bachelorette party, or whatever story you have that has went off the rails and is funny afterwards. We want to hear it today. We have a very special guest. We have Hollywood royalty. We have Lisa London. Lisa, say hello, baby. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How or are should you? I say, or should I be like Gracie Allen and say, hello, everybody? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hello, every Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gracie Allen. I used to I used to watch Burns and Allen like all the time, like as a as a little kid. And, you know, like and because and, I just love humor and nobody really like I, I was well, the only one that I watched it. I have always loved like finding out about I, I used to always call it the olden days, you know what I mean? Like, I love checking out old stuff and that people would never think that I'd be interested in it, but I am. Are, are you like, uh, see, now I read about old Hollywood all the time. and There's a Me ton too. of books and they regurgitate a lot of the old stories and stuff. I just read Scotty Bauer's book, which was. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't get through that. A, a friend gave gave it to me and I kind of read a few pages. It's too gossipy for me. I don't like gossip. I like, I like cool, yeah. inspiring stories or funny stories, but I don't like gossip. I, 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 it gets too mean spirited. I think there's enough of that in the world. Yeah. It, he, uh, <laughs> he's actually local to us. Who's that? Oh, Scotty really? Bauer. That's well, he just funny. passed away. He's from Ottawa. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was from okay, Ottawa. Okay, he's, 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 he's 15 in, minutes uh, up the road from us. Yeah, he's, I think wow. he was like right around Dayton and stuff like that, where, where wow. the way he described it. So I'm like, oh. it, it was, it, to me, it was a lot of crap. And it was just, I think a lot of stuff. Uh, I think I just think he was a bartender in Hollywood who liked to make up some stuff. And I'm sure, don't get me wrong, I'm sure some of that stuff was true. Yeah, but like I, think, I said, it was too gossipy for me. Yeah, I, I, I prefer like the cold hard facts of, uh, of, uh, you know, like the th Three Stooges have tons of books out and, and stuff like that. Uh, I like reading all that stuff. And I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. It, it's a shame. In, in a sense, like I, I feel, you know, reading over your stuff, you would have, you'd have almost been a bigger star in the old days if you had a contract because you would have been in more films and you're in a lot of films you're a worker well it's it's interesting i i have the exact life that i envisioned for myself because i like as andy warhol says i've been i've been as famous as a person could possibly be quite a few times in my lifetime yeah. and all i care about is being a working actor i mean and and it's crazy i mean things are getting like better and better again it was like i had a lull and now the lull is gone <laughs> yeah, i'm literally when I, when starring I in five movies up, back said... to back i'm starring in five movies back to back for amazon prime i'm in the final episode of a series the morning show that has like made hollywood history i i have a a i'm in, i'm the babe in the justin bieber ed sheeran music video that was like the biggest smash hit of the entire season and it's got a billion views. So yeah, things are good. I, I've seen I it a billion play. times at Planet Fitness because they play it about every fifth song is, is that video. I know. I know. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> hey everybody, we're talking to Lisa London. She's a Hollywood legend. 
apparently she was in the Justin Bieber Ed Sheeran video. So, and she's also on the morning show. Now, is that that's the one? Is that the Apple? Yes, Apple TV Plus, with, and it made Gen- history. With Jennifer Aniston and yeah, uh, and I was directed by the incomparable Mimi Leader, and it was just amazing to be in something that no streaming service ever had major awards um, nominated, let alone received the, their first season. So it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Do, do you feel Hollywood's a little more uh, forgiving now for for a woman getting older because? Decades um, ago, once you hit about thirty-five, if you were in a character actor, you're, it, ta- you're talking to someone who always plays like twenty years younger than their actual age. Well, that's because you look twenty years younger acting. than your age. You're, you're yeah. absolutely so, lovely. My God, thank you're... you. But here's the thing, and I, I, I have, I have a theory on why. Well, first of all, I have freckles, and freckles are in everyone's brain a youthful thing, and. Um, the other thing is I've always been a workout fanatic athlete, so my body has, like, literally never changed. I mean, I'm the same size as I've been since I was 19 years old. So, nice. But the, the thing also is I've done nothing except follow my dreams my entire life. I've worked really hard to make sure I've never had to do anything else, but I've really never done anything I didn't want to do ever. Sure. And, and that's not being, like, a spoiled brat. That's, like, really I, – I, I mean – uh, you know, with Kobe Bryant so much in the news these days and me being an Angelino and, and he was such a huge, wonderful force in this world, but especially in this city. And I really relate to everything he's ever said. It's like he just refuses to not win. He refuses to not try to better himself and grow all the time. And I was just blessed with that Mamba mentality before it was even a, a phrase. Um I had amazing parents that just um, taught me that I could do and be and and achieve anything I wanted to with work, and I think that's a, a really it's a blessing and it's it's enabled me to live my best life constantly. Fantastic, fantastic, Lisa. Um, all right, well, hey, uh, hit us with a let's hit us with a funny or embarrassing life story. What do you got? Okay, I'll tell you, the first one is a funny one that happened just recently. This is like one of my last films. Um, Like I said, I'm doing a bunch of films for Amazon Prime. They're um, Cinema Epic, Cineridge Entertainment. I was going to say, real real quick, uh, uh, can you give the names out to them? Yes, I can. I can. It's um, Choke, Heartbeat. Body of Night and Acrylic, and then the one that I'm going to be shooting soon is inspired by real life events of the coronavirus. So oh, I'm nice. just so stoked. Yeah, and Acrylic is a uh, just a total comedy, and then um, uh, Choke is this wonderful surreal kind of. You'll feel like you're watching some bizarre um, Bertolucci movie or some French noir film, and it's. I'm so proud of it. And all I can tell you that it's like uh, taking an acid trip without actually doing drugs. <laughs> and then uh, the other Wait, two with, are... Without, without drugs? Yeah, without, Wait, what? exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then the other two are really cool uh, thrillers. And they, they all have a tinge of black comedy to them because this wonderful director, Greg Hatanaka, I, I um, started a movie he did called Samurai Cop 2 Deadly... Vengeance a few years ago and then he started just doing all these movies with all the same actors and crew and it's just been 
the most amazing fun time. And but uh, okay, one of the funny stories. I hope he's not going to get mad at me for telling this, but I don't think he will. Okay, so he's got this you know gorgeous um, BMW car, and we were kind of doing kind of kamikaze shooting on this because we didn't have permits to to shoot these scenes in the desert where we had to be naked. I mean, you're not going to see everything, but we had to be naked for the sand to stick. And I don't want to give anything else away. That's all you need to know. But anyway, I'm in. Keep talking, stuck. Linda. Uh, uh, Lisa, the car, slower. Of course, slower. Gets stuck <laughs> in the sand. It gets stuck in the sand. I mean, major stuck in the sand. So the guys are, you know, trying to flag people down and nobody's cell phone is working and we're stuck out in the desert. And uh, the, the makeup artist and one of the associate producers is this gorgeous girl and she flags down this truck and he's already enamored with her. And then I come running up in nothing but a little tiny black slip. And the guy not only helped us, but like refused to leave until we were totally safe and fine and the car was out. And we go on and we shoot again. And then we wanted to capture this fabulous sunset for the last shot, which was actually going to be the last shot of the film. Um, and again, we got stuck in the sand. <laughs> So it's not all glamorous. It's definitely not all glamorous. And then I can tell you some funny ones of my earlier films. Well, my very first film that I started was Hots, which was the female version of Animal House, became a right, humongous right. cult classic cult and super classic. famous. Absolutely. Super famous for having a strip football game between sorority girls, which it's so funny because the movie is so tame now. I mean, there's 10 times more movie, more nudity on TV than there are even in movies now. But anyway, so um, you know, we were you know, shooting. You know, that was a, like, I, I never dreamed, like when, I was a, like, when I was a young guy and I watched that movie that I'd ever, like, be doing this, number one. And number well, be two, be talking to somebody for. like you that was in it, you know? Mr. Holiday showed you the trailer. For. <laughs> yeah, he showed me the trailer when I got here. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. I mean, it was one of the most amazing experiences to literally land a starring role the very first time you ever auditioned for anything, which was pretty cool. I thought it was always going to be that easy. But anyway, so so we, we shot that movie with a real bear, a real seal, and what was the third animal? There were three animals in it, a seal, a bear... Walk into a bar. Shoot, I'm spacing out on what the third there? animal. There was an animal that was walking through the sorority. What was it? it was... That was the seal. That was the seal. God. Okay. Well, anyway, okay, so we, we, of course, didn't use the real bear for when the bear had to be grabbing me, which happened quite a few times during the movie. So we had um, a man in a, in a bear suit for those scenes. So we had to go up in a hot air balloon, and they... Of course, had a stunt double for me as well, but I said, no, 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 I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to go up in it. And they're like, oh, all right, you can go up in it. So I got to go up in the hot air balloon. Uh, the only thing is they didn't tell me that the only way to land is literally a crash landing. Right. So the stunt double in the bear suit was so freaked out that I'd be hurt, that I wouldn't know how to brace myself, that he, like, placed himself under me, and, of course, we crash-landed and somehow his arm got stuck on one of the huge tanks of, of the gas that gets you up in the hot air balloon. And right. he broke his arm the oh, poor no. thing, in a bear suit. So here he is practically crying. And, and, and we had to walk through a 
an entire field with sheep herders out in thousands of <laughs> and of course I'm swearing profusely. I was so upset. I was scratched everywhere. All I'm wearing is a bikini. And and we ran across this field into the Denny's where everybody was having lunch and we walk in and the the, the director, Jerry Sindel, without missing a beat, turns around and he says what took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> so that's another funny one. And then another funny one I have is my first on-screen kiss was with Johnny Depp in a movie called Private Resort. And we're at this gorgeous um, oh, I remember that. resort that was a... yeah, in the Florida Keys. Right. And everyone thought we were madly in love, which we weren't at all. We were just friends. But they thought we were madly in love because at, when the kiss ended, the director was yelling, cut, 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 and... And we, we couldn't separate ourselves because we were both so nervous that our breath wouldn't be great, that we were both, like, chewing wads of gum that got stuck. Oh. <laughs> you know, that jawbreaker gum? Nice. <laughs> it was like glue. So there's a few for you. How, how and, many uh, B-movies did you watch as a kid? I, I watched all the B-movies. Apparently. Like, yeah, the Flamingo well, have you kid. Watched, I, have I you watched them. my A-movies? Have you watched my A-movies, too? Because I've got a funny story about um, the premiere of Sudden Impact. I did watch yeah. I had, I Impact. Just I was watched, a huge Clint Eastwood, a huge Dirty Harry fan. I still am. I, I just watched Sudden Impact. Yeah, he's it's so good. good. But anyway, here's a funny one for you. Okay, so we're at this premiere, and i got to tell you, my head was pretty swollen. I mean, everyone was telling me how gorgeous I was and how great my acting was and blah, blah, blah at the premiere, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone's saying, oh my God, you know, it's the best actor, you know, young actress performance since Lolita. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I, I just must be really great, right? Right. So, so after the premiere, my boyfriend and I were so amped and um, my boyfriend at the time said, let's go get a drink in the hotel bar. And we were staying at some gorgeous hotel up in San Francisco. And we go to the bar and there were about 10 guys there and they all were like, you know, 30 something, um, uh, stock market guys dressed really great. And we overhear them talking about how great and how hot that girl was in sudden impact. I, I guess they had been to the premiere. So my boyfriend at the time leans over and he goes, uh, would you like to meet her? Would you like to meet her? She's my girlfriend. She's right here. And one of them looks me up and down and he goes, that skinny little thing, that's not her. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is all smoke and mirrors and you look so much more voluptuous <laughs> and glamorous <laughs> on a huge <laughs> screen. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but that taught me humility at a very early age. That's my first dramatic part. <laughs> You didn't just throw a beer, uh, like some booze in his face and go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> now, have you ever considered taking like, uh, like doing the convention route and uh, like maybe you reforming the, the hot girls? Because I think that that would, there would be many okay, a man who would. That's uh, so crazy. That's so crazy that you're saying this because I just started doing autograph shows just a few years ago. And, um, one of my best girlfriends is Christine DeBell, and they're doing a Meatballs reunion, and our agent that books us in these autograph shows, Chris and I both said, why don't you do a HOTS reunion? Because, uh, I mean, some of the people have passed away, but a, a lot are still alive. Yeah. So right. I think they should. Yeah, that would be great. I would love to do that. I just went to one in, oh, what was the movie? And... uh 
Actually, I was. We had gotten to the convention early, and we were talking. I was talking to the one at the bar. I had no idea who she was. I love and, uh, it. Because I, I go to a lot of the conventions and stuff like that, and the people are so interesting. And, and uh, oh, it's wonderful! It's really wonderful to meet all your cool fans, and just to to realize that all you know this body of work that becomes this career, your life that you do bring joy and fun and excitement to people. And to me, that's just really a cool thing to do. I, I like, uh, like all my friends go for, uh, the big star, you know, like the big current stars and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, oh no, you know, but I, no, I went know? through, no, I went through, uh, well, I did meet Bruce Campbell. Oh, well, which, yeah, who uh, wouldn't he, want to meet Bruce Campbell? You know, people were bringing up super obscure stuff. He's like, you'd be amazed at the stuff that people bring up to get autographed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, sometimes I'll be at one of these shows, and I'll see someone with like a million people around them, and I have never heard of them, never seen them before in my life. But they did something that really, you know, attracted like a little cult following. The Green and Power so Ranger. I was going to say the Green the Power. The Green Power Ranger has a line at every convention. And I've seen Yeah, Hillary, Hillary, Hillary Shapiro, Hillary Shepard. Um, I'm not sure what, she, what her name is now because she was Hillary Shapiro when we did Private Resort. But then she was a Power Ranger. And she does all those shows because of that. And I do all the shows mainly because of Pots and the Andy Sedaris films. You know, more than my big films. So it's yeah, pretty cool. Right, right. Well, Hots is such a cult classic, you know. Like, I know. Th that's why I think it's a big pull. You're you're gonna yep. you're gonna draw a fan base. Oh I think. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I I should really talk to my agent about doing that. Thanks, guys. Good tip. Well, for you, Lisa, anytime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and do, preferably do it somewhere where I can actually go and, and get everything signed. Where Chicago. are you guys? Are you in Chicago? Well, actually, we're we're about uh, an hour out of Chicago. Yeah, an hour, an hour south. I, I did. One of my favorite shows I've ever done was the Hollywood show in Chicago. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. It's a nice city to visit. I love well, Chicago. It. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a – oh, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun town. That's my, for yeah, sure. my dad's from Chicago. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's a great place, man. I love the, love the food. I love the museums. I love uh, – I know. do, too. And it's just gorgeous. The architecture is great and everything. It's beautiful with that river running through it. It's stunning. Yeah. yeah it's I, a I lot just of fun. read a book about, well, it was about. Uh... Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was the guy who killed everybody and he had this the murder house. This is, this is, this is radio. Oh, this oh. is radio, you know. We yeah. can't hear you when you. You're thinking. <laughs> it, it was about H.H. H. Holmes, the the guy. Uh, he's a writer oh, from the, the Seattle. Murder, the murder mansion thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it basically tells that. But it also tells about how they did the World Fair, and it paralleled like H.H. H. Holmes was doing right, this he was right, insane, right. and just how they built it up and yeah, uh, some of the. I love that. I love that bean thing that you guys have. Oh, the bean. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I don't know what the, well, I can't remember what the real name of it is. It's at Millennial Park, but I, you know, it's actually got a different name. I think name. the Bean will do. That's, it, it, that's bean, the bean will, That's what everybody calls it, but it has an actual real name. I can't remember what it that's is. That's the uh, that's the adopted name. The adopted name, exactly. There's all sorts of cool stuff, and I mean, realistically, you can go from different ethnicity and neighborhoods, you know, a mile away, and you're getting great Greek food. You go another mile, and you might be uh, getting West African food. Yeah, you know. Well, that's LA's like that now too. It's kind of amazing. 
Yeah, very eclectic, like in different places. Oh my gosh, you can get anything, and it's yeah, it's really, it's become quite a great city. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I've never been to I've never been to L.A. I was out uh, I was out around Fresno at one point, but uh, that's nothing like L.A. Yeah, but I love I love it. I I actually learned how to water ski at Pine Flats, which is right up above Fresno. <laughs> Oh, I love water skiing. Well, with your Me career, too. too, you've gotten to go all around the world and, and sample. I sure have. I sure have. I've been. That's one of the reasons I love, love, love being an actor is because, first of all, you get to become and learn about so many things. And then you meet all these great people. And, and But also the travel. The travel is just insane. I mean, last year was so incredible. I was in Florida. I was in Mexico. I was in. Um, uh, Texas. I was um, in New York. I was in Chicago. I was in uh, the high there. desert. Yeah. I got to go to all of Eastern Europe. I mean, it's I've I've shot in France. I've it's just incredible. And then I had a record deal where, even though it was an American huge deal, the producers were from um, Germany. So I got to live in Germany at one point too. Oh wow! For the pinups. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody did their research for this. <laughs> Very good. And, and I also so, read, and I haven't read the book yet, though, but you were for uh, Invasion of the Bee Girls. Yeah, that was a trip. That was fantastic. Jewel Shepard put that together, and um, we were on a ton of radio shows and TV shows, and it was just it was a really empowering thing to do way, 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 way before any hashtag me too. Me too, because she basically had us all tell a little bit about what made us tough and who we fought against, you know, and, and the powers that be on our climb up. So it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, I imagine you had your uh, your hands full of a bunch of that kind of shit, you know, so. But, but I also feel. Yeah, but you know what? Also, most of it was just pathetic you know, dirty old men giving it a shot and, and you go hey, get the hey, hell I out of here that and, remark, Lisa. and they go away, you know? And also I never ever would put myself in a situation to be in anyone's hotel room at two o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry. I, I have very definite opinions. And, and of course, God forbid, if anyone's raped or abused, that person should die. But I, <laughs> Also, I mean, a woman has to take responsibility yeah, for. You're in a how hotel room at two o'clock exactly. in the morning with a drunk dude, yeah. man. I know, I know. It's just, yeah, yeah. Let's like, not you, go there, meat, shall we? <laughs> when you wear a meat suit and you get in with some tigers, um, I'm just exactly. saying. Now, now, do you feel because I'm sure that you auditioned with like the B girls? Now, a lot of them, I'm sure that you guys came sort of close-knit because you were up for a lot of the same roles as well. Um, honestly, I I only have a handful of super great friends. And yes, most of them have come from, you know, meeting through my work, which is acting, singing, and modeling. But um, the ones that I have stayed in touch with are like sisters to me, Absolutely. Well, sure, and I'm sure you all talk too, and like, hey, don't watch out for so and so. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, this dude's a scumbag. Just laugh about half of these idiots, you know. Right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
like I can't even imagine because I you know I can't. Well, number one, I'm not a chick. Uh, number two, I'm uh, not in the movies. And number three, I I, I don't think the guys would uh, do the same thing to me. You are way too ugly. <laughs> <laughs> So true. <laughs> or maybe maybe some would. I I, I don't know. You know. See, I mean, just... see, no. I think we share some of the same opinions on this matter, though. You you, you know, uh, I've always, to, not to use the example, but Mike Tyson, when he got his rape charges against him, there's a you know when you go up to Mike Tyson's room at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you're a young lady, exactly. You exactly. are not going up there to read the Bible. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> And like I said, no is no. And of course, if someone is actually raped, that's one thing. But if you have sex with someone and then decide he's a gross, ugly pig and, and you're so mad at yourself for having sex with him and then you say he raped you, I don't think that's fair oh, and it's not honest. The, uh, uh, the, the, the Indian uh, guy, uh, uh, um, he was on Parks and Rec. Aziz, Aziz, oh, yeah, Aziz, that was yeah, Aziz, yeah, exactly. That was so horrific. That was some crazy witch that was pissed that he broke up with her. Yeah, I know. like like she blew him and then left and then got mad that she blew him. Like, I look, know you, exactly. Like, yeah, that's not gonna be like it's, you can't just like no. force a woman to do that. You know, like it's, exactly. it's like Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah, Louis C.K. Uh, the Louis C.K. thing makes me so upset because. I know. I'm sorry. It's like if you're up in his room at two in the morning and he starts to unzip his fly, that's when you go, "Okay, I'm out of here." Yeah, the, the way yeah, I understood it is, he, he, he asked. asked. He, he asked, asked every one of them beforehand. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna jerk off. Do you, do you mind?" And, and they're like, "No, go ahead." See, Sarah Silverman said that it was. It's just, goes, I mean, and also, I'm sorry. <laughs> all these dumb sex stories when violence and gun violence is the worst thing that's killing our country. It's like. Really, really, mm. we're going to really talk about these things unless it's really rape. Right, right. And, 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 and to me, there is a poor, big poor Louis, difference. There, there was nothing bad about it. He's like, hey, I'm going to jerk off. Yeah, but he, you okay. know what, though? He's already uh, starting to build up, and he's Yeah, I think you know, he's already coming back. I, I think so. Louis C.K. is going to bounce back just fine. I know. It's crazy. And I, again, I mean, I want to make it really clear, because I am all about equal pay for women and empowering okay. women and if anyone would ever lay a hand on me that i wouldn't want to they'd be dead but like i said everyone has to take responsibility for their actions yeah. Yeah. and yeah. going to someone's hotel room at two o'clock in the morning i mean or, or sending emails to someone that you say raped you i, I don't buy the thing of oh when you're raped you you're, you lose your mind. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I just don't. I, and I know I'm going to get so much shit for this. This is so politically incorrect. Uh, hey, we're with I you, I just Chuck. don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I'm, I'm with Catherine Deneuve on this one. <laughs> awesome. 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 All right. So uh, you got. You said you got you got five movies. You, let's see. That was, uh, was Choke. Yeah. Heartbeat. Acrylic. Body of Night and Acrylic. And then I'm not sure what they're going to be calling um, the one that's going to be based on the coronavirus. I'm not sure yet. Okay, but and then you, you, you also work on uh, Morning Show, right? I did, and I'm also in a really cool horror movie um, that's coming out called Why, uh, directed by Corbin Timbrook, who's also one of my best friends, and I cannot wait for that to come out, too. Okay. And that's awesome. gonna be that's gonna be out in theaters. I just don't know when. Who's your favorite person to work with? 
I I will never answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your second favorite person to work with? <laughs> no, and I'm being serious because I I have such respect for all of my co-stars, whether they're superstars or or newbies, that I will never answer that question. And oh. and it's literally the person that is standing right in front of me on whatever current project I'm working on. How, who have you? Worked, and I mean that. Who have you worked with that has surprised you in a positive way? Who maybe they nice. didn't have the best. Great question. Yeah, yeah. So you can. Okay, up. that that is a good. Uh, Andy Dice Clay. Oh, you um, know. Yeah, Dice, you know, like, you know, like I'm sure he's yeah. wonderful. He, like, everything I mean, that I've he, seen well, him, first everything I've seen Andrew Dice into, play, acted. He's turned, he's turned into a brilliant actor, and he was actually wonderful in Private Resort, the, the movie we did together. Mm -hmm. And um, and, he, and he was the coolest guy. I just loved him. We were actually really good friends for a long time. What was it that I watched? It was a, it was a series, and he, oh, oh it was called, uh, um, uh, it was called Vinyl. It was on yeah. HBO. Oh, it was brilliant. And, yeah, but it, and he was absolutely... Carnival? I mean, that was like one of the best shows. I was so bummed that got canceled. One it season. One it got canceled ever. after one season. Ray Romano. I know. And, uh, was who was brilliant. the lead actor? I, I love that fucking guy. What was his name? The lead actor in that. Bobby Carnival. Oh, Bobby Carnival. He's so good. He was great in Boardwalk Empire. And, yeah, um, he's great, yeah, period. But, but he's Dice, also great in The Station Agent, that movie that won a bunch of awards. So good. Olivia Wilde is so hot. God, she's so oh, hot. She's gorgeous. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but Andrew Dice Clay brought it. He he brought it. That was a great... They said, though, sure the he said that Andrew Dice Clay was an actor first. Yeah, he's an and, actor and, first. Uh, and the then Dice just, Man yes. was just a character. Was and, a he character was the most, and he was the most popular one. Yeah. And so then it just evolved into him doing this stage. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then he got kicked off MTV for like a year, I think. Or something I like. can tell you who I want to work with that I haven't worked with yet. Who's that? Okay. Um, Ryan Gosling, oh. Charlie Hunnam, and Ray Fiennes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ray I really Fiennes. want to work with them. You yeah. Know, I, I like Charlie Hunnam stuff. And, I love him. You know, I love him. I was late to the the uh, Sons of Anarchy. In fact, we put together a Sons of Anarchy. Oh my god, I was late to it and then I literally got obsessed and watched it like almost at once all of it. But he it was uh, so great. He was in a King Arthur movie which I really enjoyed that Guy Ritchie. I know, directed. I saw it. I saw it. And he's in the latest uh Guy Ritchie film and um The Gentleman. He's just great. Yes, I loved I it. I love Guy Ritchie. Gosling, I like Gosling in, what was it? It was something in The Real Girl. What was the... Uh... Well, I loved him in, um, what is it? Something of the Pines. Um, something, it's where he met Ava Mendez. It's brilliant. He plays this out of, um, like, down on his luck uh, motorcycle stunt guy. Oh, my God, it's so great. Is it? it such He's a great aging really Beyond well the Pines. Becoming, Beyond the Pines. Uh, yeah. When, when, when you're an older in... leading man. Right. What'd you say? Uh, he's aging really well, too, to where... Absolutely. I think he'll have a better career as an older leading man than he did. Oh, not that he had a great. bad young career. He's just great. He's good in Blade Runner, too. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? You know, I... Uh, I watched that. Well, yeah, see, I, I know. Realized, we, we, we're not going to be yeah. able to, like, I, I did that on purpose. Yeah, I enjoyed it as I much as the original I cannot talk about that because no. I... I 
cannot stand remakes of something I think was perfect. Was and the original Blade exactly. Runner was. Exactly. And I starred in a movie with Sean Young, and she was so much better than anyone in that remake. It was comical. You, oh, you know, Sean there's Young. so many bad movies over the years. Why don't they remake those and leave the good ones alone? <laughs> yeah, that's a great exactly. idea. That's, Let's that's remake actually Ishtar. funny. Come on. I know, that's hot funny. Shots. <laughs> I like Hot Shots. I like both the Hot Shots Ishtar. movies. Let's remake Ishtar. Ishtar. We'll do it good this time. Maybe. <laughs> that's funny. What but. else What else bombed? What else bombed like uh. really... Let's do cats. <laughs> I think once was enough. Yeah. So uh, what, uh, are there any directors that you would like to work with? or? Well, I just recently had a dream come true working with Mimi Leader um, because we're friends and there was never an opportunity for her to bring me in on anything until the morning show and the, just... It was just, it was a dream working with her, just an absolute dream. It was incredible. And I'd give anything to work with um, Martin Scorsese or any of the hot French and Italian directors that are out there right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how, how, I've been blessed. I've been blessed to be directed by Clint Eastwood. How was he um, the director? I've directed by Clint Eastwood, man. I, that, that's mind-boggling. Like, I... Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was seriously amazing. And I was directed by Oliver Stone, too, which oh. is also amazing. Uh, what, what was that one? What, what movie was that? Uh, the Doors. Oh, The Doors. Movie I've ever doors. been in, in my whole life where most of uh, just about every – bit of me was cut out except for one line and one tiny little bit and from that though i've made tons of residual text so i don't care so but yeah hey everybody we're talking to lisa london she is a hollywood legend she's been in so many things and she has so much coming out uh she was in hots she was in dragnet dragnet sudden, tell us about dragnet sudden, sudden impact oh dragnet was so cool i mean just to work okay first of all dan Aykroyd and tom hanks but for me working with Christopher Plummer because I idolized him from The Sound of Music and then Dabney Coleman. And then when Dabney Coleman and Christopher Plummer told me that I was brilliant at comedy, that was like, I, I could have died and gone to heaven Oh my gosh, right Dabney Coleman was, and, uh, and up, Dabney Coleman it. was another one of my idols. You know, like going back to Buffalo Bill. So like going back to Buffalo Bill, yeah. I got to sing in Dragnet too. Yeah, you did the National Anthem. Yes, I did. I, it, it, was, it was just so much fun. It was a ball. See, I'm a little prepared. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Daphne Coleman, like, uh, he's like, he's one of those iconic, classic, you know, like Jack Benny or George Burns. He's that I old know, school. I know. Oh, I also got to work with Jackie Mason and Dick Van Dyke, too. Oh, Jackie so those Mason. Those are old school. How did you yeah. like Jackie Mason? Because I, I listen to Gilbert's was, podcast and people don't was like him. He awesome. I did a show that he, he starred in um, a TV series with Lynn Redgrave, and I played a lingerie model that he, um, he, he, he couldn't stop staring at a certain part of my anatomy. And we'll call those the boobs, right? Elbow. Elbow. And, and definitely your elbow. And it, it was, Jackie Mason was staring at, hey, did you see the elbows on that girl? Oh, yeah. those are exactly. hot. Exactly. Hey, those are hot elbows. That's all I'm going to say. Hot elbows. <laughs> I think that was called, was that called Jackie? It was on Fox? No, it was called Chicken Soup. A oh, Chicken Soup. That's mm -hmm. right. 
That was, gosh, that's going back. I hadn't thought about yeah. that in years. I know. You, oh, and I also, I also, I, I wasn't, I'd love to be directed by Steven Spielberg. I starred in his original Amazing Stories. I did two episodes, and I was directed by Burt Reynolds in one and Nick Castle in the other, which is awesome. He's just talking about Burt Reynolds. He's just talking about Burt Reynolds. We're not going to tell you the uh, conversation. He, was, he but... was, he was so amazing. Oh my God, was he amazing. I saw Burt Reynolds at a convention, and some dude brought a fender panel from a Trans Am for him to sign. <laughs> That's awesome. And that poor son of a bitch had to stand in line for like two hours holding this thing. Yeah, I loved him. I think he was so underrated. He, he was a super nice guy, too. And we saw yeah. him towards the end. I mean, it, it hurt I know. to watch him walk. I, mean, I was so lucky that he directed me in his absolute prime. I love Burt Reynolds, though. Yeah. What, what, me did he, too. what did he direct you in? Uh, um, Amazing Story, uh, Steven okay. Spielberg's series. All right. Yeah, I remember that series. That was a great series. Oh, it was so great. Supposedly, they're doing a remake of it. <laughs> How do you really feel, Lisa? Don't sugarcoat exactly it, Chip. Give it to us straight. I feel. Unless, of course, I get to start. <laughs> yeah, then it'll be all right. Then, then, it's like, then I'll be like, oh, great. Amazing stories. Yeah, guys. Fuck yeah. Let's do this again. That's... When there's shows like Chicken Soup to be redone. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know, they're, they're doing, like, a lot of re remakes, and a lot of it's on the streaming. Like, they're doing mm -hmm. uh, the Twilight Zone. Like, keep, uh, um, damn it, uh, Peel. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. Yeah, he's redoing, he's redoing well, the Twilight Zone. Well, you know what? He'll, he'll, do it, he'll do it well. He'll do it well. Yeah. And that, I can see redoing that because it was edgy. And cool, and we can still keep doing edgy, cool stuff. Yeah. Well, it's endless. Like, literally, like, like, everybody really, that has... He's really creative. I think he's really what's, creative. What's great about, like, things like that and The Outer Limits and, and Fantastic Stories is it yeah. gives tons and tons of writers uh, the ability, like, just go, like, uh, oh, geez. Right. Like, going back, like, I'm talking back in the 70s. Um, but Rod Serling they, was edgy when he did his had, original Twilight Zone. He right, had a whole yeah. bunch of messages in there. That you just sort of slid through. Well, back in the 70s, they had uh, the Sunday Night Mysteries. They had Columbo. They had McLeod. They had, cool. you know, and, and Spielberg. That's where Spielberg started out. Uh, it, it was uh, with uh, uh, McLeod. It was Dennis Weaver. Yeah. And he was in, uh, 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 it was an episode called The Duel, where a truck just kept following a guy, like, like through the mountains and shit like that. Like the truck just wouldn't stop following this guy. And that was a Spielberg movie. And, the, and you never seen the, the drive, the truck driver, but, but the, uh, the, the, the edge was always there. Like you felt like on the, you could watch it this day and you would still feel like, uh, the, the heartbeat, you know, that you had like the, the fear. Yeah. I just binged the twilight zone, uh, a couple of years ago. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It took me, it took me about three months to get them all done. Mm. But uh, it's so good. Damn. So yeah, that's what I think is great about those kind of shows is it gives all these writers that's that doesn't that haven't had a shot, you know, a shot. Yes, exactly. But I mean, I how how do you feel like nowadays, like when they remake stuff and in, in uh, they'll change a role. To where, like, maybe at one point it was a woman and now it's a man, or if it was a man, it was a woman. But well, and that, they're doing it to do it and not 
I mean, that doesn't, it, the it doesn't yeah. bother me. It doesn't bother me if it's done really well. And I've been lucky enough to be cast in, in characters that were written for a male actor and something happened where they couldn't get that male actor and they had to shift everything around. And then they gave me that role. Yeah. And it was a really great opportunity for me because it was written very strong and, and yeah. kind of in a different voice than what I'm used to, you know, portraying. So it was great. I mean, right. I like everything if it's done well, but boy, I mean, sometimes when you just change stuff to change stuff, it's like, I, I just don't yeah, feel I, the I think, I, well, a lot like changing the, uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, yeah, that's when they, that's when they make lots of mistakes. <laughs> Ghostbusters was, exactly. that, that was bad. Exactly. That you know, but, but I don't. I didn't really care for when uh, Cedric the Entertainer remade The Honeymooners. Oh, no, that was awful. Yeah. That I was don't awful. even know anything about that. That's how bad it is. I didn't even know about yeah, it. This is uh, probably about 15 years Lisa, ago. Lisa, do yourself a huge favor. Don't watch Never it. Never watch it. No. Never. I don't think I will. Okay. Well, glad we could uh, help you dodge that bullet. And we, I like Cedric the Entertainer. Say, we, I do, too. He's very funny. But yeah. the, the show was, the movie was just not even. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. just don't. It, it, the only thing that represented the same thing was just the name. Like, there's nothing else, nothing else that was even close. It's like sometimes you see a, like a remake, and it's like, boy, if you'd have just called this something else, you know, if they would have just maybe even called it like some, yeah, exactly, just like something else other than trying to, yeah, to write off the honeymooners. They um, could have called it not the honeymooners, exactly, and it would have been a better <laughs> it movie. Been a better movie if it would have just been like not the honeymooners. So. All right. Well, um, uh, I, I'll tell you what, Chick. Go ahead. You've got the floor again. Tell everybody about you, uh, where they can find you, and what movies you have coming up. And um, awesome. Um, all you got to do is uh, go to my page on Facebook. It's Lisa London Fan because I make announcements all the time about that. You can also go to IMDb. You know the International Movie Database. Um, look up Lisa London. And there's tons of stuff on there. And then my Instagram account. Is Lisa London LA. Hold on, let me write that down. I'm a big Instagram fan, so. I love Instagram because it's all about photography, and that's like a huge passion of mine. Yeah. Hey, if you're ever in, uh, around Chicago again, uh, get a hold of us. I'm a pretty busy guy because I work a lot of hours, but. I don't. Yeah, if you're ever. Yeah, Jay doesn't. I'll, go, I'll but yeah, if I have. Uh, get a hold of us. We'll do lunch or something. Well, I am sure I will be back there. You can take me to, what's the one, Lou Dalmato? What's uh, Lou, what's the pizza place? Malnati's. Lou, Ma, Lou what is it? Yeah, I loved their pizza. It was so good. <laughs> I, I've actually been there. Is that right? Uh-huh. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I don't great. Get, I don't get up there too much. I like Chicago-style deep dish about once, once or twice Every two years. Yeah. I'm a thin pizza guy. I'm a thin guy now. Yeah, I used to love thick crust. Now I'm now I'm a thin pizza guy. I don't know. Like, oh, it just fills me. <laughs> oh, All right, guys. It was really fun talking to you. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on My Worst Holiday. I can't thank you're you enough. You're welcome. It's quite the thrill. <laughs> you're absolutely lovely, and you're, you're welcome thank back you. anytime. Awesome. All right. Well, you have a great night. All right. You guys, too. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. All right, that was Lisa London, and uh, she's uh, she's amazing, man. She's been in so much stuff, and she's got so much stuff coming out. Um, I'll, I'll try to put as much of it as I can up on Facebook. Uh, this one this one wasn't as funny as usually. 
it was, boys. Uh, but it was it was good. It was good. Like, oh my gosh, she, she just mind blowing the people she's worked with and stuff like that. But um, as always, uh, you know, uh, buy my shit. Go to my website and buy my shit. Do drugs. Get your Amazon app off your fucking phone and uh, put on uh, your phone uh, on the on the board on your phone. Uh, MyWorstHoliday.com. Put it to your home screen, and then just name it Amazon. Easy enough. So, all right. And with that being said, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been my worst holiday. Good night, everybody.